So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look at long-term disaster risks and control measures in Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM Farm Weather forecast for today, mainly sunny skies. Wind southwest 20, the high today plus 5. 40% chance of showers late this evening and overnight, then a 40% chance of flurries before morning. The low, minus 1, the wind chill, minus 7 overnight. Tomorrow, clearing skies, wind northwest 20, the high plus 2 for Wednesday, the low, minus 6. Thursday, sunny, the high, minus 2, the low, minus 8. Friday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high, minus 2, the low, minus 5. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 1, the low minus 14. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 10, the low minus 15. Monday, sunny, the high minus 11. The normal high is minus 9, the normal low minus 21. The sun rose at 8.55 this morning. It sets at 4.56 tonight. Around the province, we have the hot spot is Maple Creek. Today, it's at plus 7. Estevan is plus 3, Saskatoon minus 1, Swift Current plus 2, Weyburn plus 2, Yorkton is minus 1. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit, Windsor from the south at 13. Humidity 78%, the barometer is dropping 100.6. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, plus 3, Windsor from the south, southwest 24, gusting to 39. Once again, Regina, cloudy in plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. The Saskatchewan government has released a 250-page flood and natural hazard risk report. The executive director of policy with government relations, Alyssa Aitken, says the information can be used by local officials as an initial planning tool to reduce the threat from natural disasters. The province, as we look at uh, province-wide, thinking about disasters and, and mitigating those those events, uh, it may be useful to communities or, or some of our stakeholders. It's really an overview uh, provincially of, of the approach. You mean like rural municipalities and urban municipalities, that kind of thing? It certainly could be could be used by communities as they start to think about disaster mitigation and disaster preparedness. And what does the report say? So there's a number of a number of pieces in the in the report. I would I would really encourage people to have a look at it. It's it's about 250 pages of assessment that the research council did for us, uh, and really um, it it lo- really looks at um, thinking about these these natural disasters and and preparing for for those those events as they occur. It's really a planning tool that uh, the province and municipalities and other stakeholders can can use as they start to look at mit- mitigation measures. And what are the biggest concerns, the biggest need for planning for potential long-term disasters? 
there's a number of different different events looked at in the report. Uh, the report concludes that uh, drought and convective summer storms are some of Saskatchewan's highest risk natural hazards, uh, followed, followed by forest fires and winter storms. And what are some of the recommendations for dealing with those high-risk items like drought and summer storms? The report itself was really just looking at a risk assessment of those. Uh, the report is not recommendations in terms of what actions communities or governments might take in response to those. Uh, this was one step in government's planning and preparedness for disaster mitigation. So it gives these communities something to look at as to what would be the biggest concern and then they have to plan accordingly. Correct. Uh, communities would be undertaking different act- activities in terms of disaster mitigation and preparedness as the province would be. And so this is just another tool that we can use as we think about those. When I look at it and I see drought, I think that uh, then that means we may need water supply. Summer storms, there isn't a lot you can do. I mean, that's just wind and possible hail. Uh, well, certainly as we think about uh, being prepared for any kind of emergency, we would we would be d- looking at different kinds of mitigation actions. Uh, so again, this is just a piece that government can use as we engage in all of that, all of that work across the piece, uh, whether that is a drought or a flood or a fire, uh, and being better prepared for all of those events. And even the concern about winter storms as being one of the big issues, that's where we have to worry about having no power. And then we've already faced that once this fall, that it's something we have to be aware of. Certainly, and uh, we do want to be uh, aware of those and thinking through uh, what, our, what our most likely risks are and, and thinking about how we can mitigate and prepare for those, those events. Is there a report coming out that would talk about some proposals, mitigation efforts? So this is just one piece of our, our look, at, look at the risk assessment components of things. Uh, there may be different, uh, different reports coming out in, in different timing. Uh, this is really looking at the, that risk assessment and thinking about how we, how we plan and how we prepare for these, uh, these types of, of natural disasters. So it's to get to people thinking about planning for potential long-term disasters. Certainly, and to, and to give people a bit better information as they think about those things. And what is that better information? So really, that's. I would encourage people to have a look at the report. Um, it's it's got a, a good assessment of a number of different uh, different risks uh, through the natural hazards, things like floods and fires, droughts, uh, all of those kinds of things. Looking at different types of floods, for example, different different types of fires, and thinking about the the likelihood and the impact of those different different risks and natural hazards. Alyssa Aitken is the Executive Director of Policy with the Ministry of Government Relations. The 250-page report foresees higher risks by the year 2050 as climate change increases the frequency of extreme weather in Saskatchewan. Drought takes the top place on the risk scale due to the damage it could cause across a wide path of this province, with the potential to cause billions of dollars in economic losses to the farming sector. The Prairies is already considered a drought hotspot. The dry weather of 2001-2002 resulted in $1.6 billion in lost agricultural production. The report looks at the dry year of 1961 and extends it over a decade. The study says traffic crashes would result from blowing dust, there would be pressure on urban water supplies, and a population exodus like the Dust Bowl of the 1930s. Grass fires would be a concern. But the report also says there could be more heavy rainfall events. And Regina is particularly susceptible to a damaging flood from heavy rain during spring runoff. The assessment points to possible evacuation for part of the city amid significant destruction from a dike failure. The report says wet times are expected to become wetter and dry times to become drier. It recommends drought contingency plans, frequent risk assessments, restrictions on floodplain building, flood infrastructure, 
alternate water sources and better strategic fire protection equipment. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The latest outlook from the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission sees strengthening prices in coming weeks. Sask Wheat is advising farmers to hold selling now until the new year. The weekly newsletter says wheat cash markets are improving. Argentina's exportable surplus is declining with 40% of the crop may be feed wheat and the European Union's supply and demand seems to be tightening. The newsletter adds Australian export wheat prices do not work anywhere and possible Chinese demand could be positive for the wheat market. Meanwhile, Canadian wheat exports this crop year have increased in all market areas, with the biggest volume gains in Asia up 276,000 tonnes, followed by Africa up 269,000 tonnes, then the Americas and Western Europe. Total Canadian wheat exports to the end of October were up almost 1 million tonnes this crop year, a 25% jump over last year. To the end of October, China bought 435,000 tonnes of Canadian wheat, more than double last year's figure for the same date. Sask Wheat says there's room to ship more wheat and barley to China, but concern about sales following the arrest of a senior Chinese business leader in Vancouver. This year's weather was challenging, but the 27 Canadian food grains bank projects in Saskatchewan were able to harvest all 3,000 acres. One of the food grain bank's projects was near Hudson Bay in the extreme northeast corner of the grain belt. Daryl Reimer and his father Dennis have been doing this for the past 18 years makes you feel good but it also it also helps out less fortunate people in this world and uh, being that we're a very blessed country we feel that we've been a blessed farm we figured we needed to help out others. The Rhymers use the same 155 acre parcel of land every year with a crop rotation that includes both cereals and oil seeds. The 2018 crop was canola and unlike most areas of the province the challenge at Hudson Bay was too much rain at times. Right where the field is situated, it seemed to get a couple hits of excess moisture this year. There were some drowned out areas in the field this year, but all in all, it ran quite well. It was actually, we averaged about 50 bushels an acre of the canola off of it, which is a pretty decent yield. Daryl and his father handle all of the work with the exception of harvest. That's when the community gets involved. Used to be a little village here called Villardville, and that's the area that that this field is in, and uh, we get the Villardville area farmers to come with their combines on harvest day. We designate a day and pray that the weather cooperates with us on that day and then we harvest it. We get anywhere from 8 to 12 combines. Sometimes this year we even had a dealership that's an hour away bring out a combine to help us out as well. And it took us about an hour and a half to harvest the field. After the combining is done, it's time for lunch. That's provided by the local Rotary Club, which shares the crop proceeds with the Food Grains Bank. Reimer says some children were also there. My wife is a school teacher, and since she started teaching here in, in Hudson Bay about six years ago, she's always brought out one class from the school to see the operation when we harvest. And this year was was a year that my daughter's class was actually out, so it was nice to have her out there as well. All donations to the Canadian Food Grains Bank are matched on a four-to-one basis. Financial support provides food in times of crisis and also funds programs in 35 countries to help people grow more food to better feed themselves and their families. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. 
and by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola fell a dollar sixty at four forty-two eighty-two. Flax went down twenty dollars at four hundred seventy-eight dollars and twenty-nine cents. Oats dropped fifty cents at one eighty-two ninety. Number one red spring wheat decreased seventeen cents at two sixty thirty-six. The rest were unchanged. Durham two zero eight sixty-two. Feed barley one ninety-two sixty-three. Yellow peas two fifty-two fifty-four. Feed wheat one eighty-seven eighty. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May wheat is up one and three quarter cents at five ninety and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of December 18th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.75. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.55 cents to $0.65. Cents. Canner cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.55, cents, and good butcher bulls sold from $0.85 cents to $0.95. Cents. We had a bread cow sale here on Friday. Bread cows or bread heifers sold from $1,500 to $1,900. Small heifers sold from $1,200 to $1,500. Good young dispersal cows sold from $1,600 to $1,900. Middle age or late cows sold from $1,400 to $1,600. And mature cows sold for slaughter price and up to $1,300. We didn't have enough calves or yearlings last week to establish an accurate price quotation. Everyone here at the Weyburn Livestock Exchange would like to wish you a Merry Christmas and all the best in 2019. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. The latest Saskatchewan pork prices are unavailable today due to technical reasons. The weather outlook once again for today, mainly sunny skies. Wind southwest 20, the high plus 5. 40% chance of rain showers late this evening and overnight, then 40% chance of flurries before morning. The low minus 1, the wind chill minus 7 overnight. Tomorrow, clearing skies. Wind northwest 20 kilometers per hour, the high plus 2, the low minus 6. And Regina with cloudy skies, it's plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.